Blog Talk Hello? Radio. Hello. Hello. Hi, Dr. Kloska, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and welcome to the Aesthetic Insider. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. Today's show is a really exciting show. It's a continuation of our Aesthetic Link um, conversation. Dr. Kluska, welcome to the Aesthetic Insider. Um, Thank you very much. Absolutely, absolutely. And before we go into it, I would like to just let our listeners know um, Dr. Klusker is the medical director of the Greenbrier Center for Cosmetic Surgery and Med Spa, which is located in West Virginia. Um, as an avid user of the Aesthetic Link, one of the, the things that's important, I know, is the use of electronic health records within the practice. So, Dr. Klusker, how long have you been using Aesthetic Link in the practice? We have in, we instituted a static link into the practice. Uh, I would say December of last year, uh, and have been feverishly working to get it completely up to where we want it to be over the last few months. And what a great program! I can't tell you how easy it is to use, and uh, how exciting it is to use uh, compared to some of the other EMRs that are out there. Absolutely. Now, Dr. Kluska, tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in practice, and kind of, you know, the, the specialty techniques that you, you know, are, are most popular within your practice. Sure. I am a um, board-certified plastic surgeon. I've been in practice. I originally was in practice in my hometown in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for about 15 years. During that time, I um, signed on kind of uh, uh, accidentally to service the area of um, uh, West Virginia where the Greenbrier Resort is uh, because it was an underserved area when it came to plastic surgery. One thing led to the next, and because we're trying to put in a world-class location for destination medicine, they asked me to come on uh, full-time and head up the Greenbrier Center for Cosmetic Surgery and Med Spa. I relocated to White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, uh, full-time approximately three months ago, uh, where we've established a a great uh, practice already and um, uh, trying to create uh, concierge destination medicine. And and I I believe you are kind of an an interesting combination of plastic and cosmetic Credentialing, Correct. I guess, I, you know, uh, yeah, which I, I think I, I in am, this aesthetic industry is fantastic. Yeah, you know, plastic surgery is a very broad-based um, uh, profession now compared to the way it was 25 years ago. In plastic surgery, there are a lot of things that can be done from a, a functional standpoint, but now much more readily from a cosmetic standpoint, a, a self-improvement standpoint. So we focus here primarily on cosmetic surgery, uh, more so than the reconstructive side of things. Uh, Not that I don't do that, and I still do do reconstructions, but we focus on allowing the patient to come in, have procedures done, stay at the hotel or the resort for a few days, recover with minimally invasive or mildly invasive procedures, and go home, and they look rejuvenated and rested. Like they've been on vacation. <laughs> I mean, I would yeah, imagine they've that. Been on, yeah, the patient or their friends or, and people in the community don't realize necessarily that they've had something done 
um, because they just feel they were on vacation and look rested. You're absolutely yeah. right. That's a great. I mean, what a great combination that you have the hotel and the, and the surgery, you know, offerings kind of all under one roof, if you will. Um, so the patient doesn't have to be, you know, traveling back and forth for post, you know, uh, post-operative follow-up. Um, everything seems like it's right there. It is. It is indeed. And, and, you know, it's interesting. That's a good segue into aesthetic link because it really helps us concierge the patient prior to the surgery from any location in the world. And then it helps us concierge the patient in the post-op recovery period once they've left the hotel. The portal through Aesthetic Link, which is all HIPAA compliant, allows me to intimately interact with the patient. The patient can send me photos, uh, send me uh, post-op updates on how they're doing, or preoperatively request uh, consultations, which we can get back to them, uh, again, all in a chart form within their own chart um, information on the procedures that they may want or on their procedure that they had and how they can expect recovery to continue. Now, let me ask you a question as far as, you know, like the electronic health record applications of this procedure, you know, because I've been in the aesthetic industry like you for quite a long time, and, you know, I still do go into practices where that paper chart, I mean, there's still hundreds and hundreds of paper charts um, still, you know, behind the reception area. Um, not that it's open view for everybody, but there, you know, it is open for people passing through the practice. Um, is that something that you have been able to reduce in your practice, or are you still in the process of, of kind of putting everything onto a digital format? We are completely digital now. Uh, that said, unfortunately, in today's times, with all of the um, patient records and information and the um, acquiring information from other physicians, referral physicians, et cetera, there still is some paper involved, as we all know. But my electronic record, health record for each and and every individual patient is completely uh, electronic. Uh, Information that we get paper-wise is scanned into the system and stored within their chart. Uh, It's very HIPAA compliant. And to be honest with you, it is, there's a lot of ease of use with this program now. Um, I had a, a previous electronic medical record, which was much more cumbersome uh, and less agile than this program is. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, at least what I'm seeing in the aesthetic industry on that front is, you know, it's it's a electronic health medical record processing that perhaps had been developed originally for more of a hospital-based, you know, um, organization Correct. rather than the the private practitioner and I would even think in the aesthetic industry the needs your needs are much less perhaps than than other you know medical practitioners who perhaps have patients where they're constantly checking their history and taking blood work and you know following up um so I, I would imagine that those systems are rather cumbersome and costs I mean quite costly from what I understand uh, that's a that's a really good point. You know, most electronic uh, systems out there today for private practice can go anywhere from thirty thousand to sixty thousand dollars just to institute within your within your office. Not only the the um, technology of the EMR, but also the uh, hardware, the computers and the iPads, etc. Uh, you also most of these uh, places don't or these programs don't have a, a cloud based storage either, so you have some type of server on site that can be uh, 
extremely costly and has to be continually updated. Conversely, the Aesthetic Link uh, program is uh, all cloud-based. Uh, it's extremely um, uh, efficient uh, to use and from a, from a financial standpoint does not require near the investment, especially the upfront cost that these other programs require. Well, that's great to hear. And and how are your staff adapting to it? Do the staff, you know, are they finding that it's it's you know something they easily can integrate, you know, daily into their their use at the practice? Yeah, the program itself is so user friendly that my staff, who uh, I have a few uh, new staff members as well, who are not that computer savvy and they can't believe how easy it is to use compared to our previous EMR. That's great. That's great. And then what about the patients? I mean, you know, you said you get patients that travel from a distance, which seems to be quite a growing theme and trend, Um, and especially, you know, you have created a destination-type practice. Um, You know, do you have patients, you know, who perhaps are are secondary patients who have come back, you know, for, for another procedure to you that have gone through, you know, using the old method versus the new method? I mean, do you see any difference there with patient response? I do. Uh, the old way, uh, the only way I was able to communicate with them was via texting, email, or by direct phone call. Now the patient has direct access to their own chart. Uh, we c- they can even be, uh, there's a little segment on Aesthetic Link that allows them to see their before and after photos within their own chart. Wow. So what it's what it now done is taken out uh, some of the middleman technology it's allowed the patient to be more intimately connected to me uh, from a one-on-one basis and ultimately um, is more user-friendly than any other technology that we've had thus far. Yeah, that's fantastic because, I mean, you know, especially like you just said that the patient can actually view their before and after photo afterwards, um, you know, which which for those physicians that don't currently have this available, I mean, it's still the patient having to call in and say, you know, I'd like a copy of my before and after pictures if you don't mind. And, you know, and then they're being sent over email, which is we all know is absolutely not secure. Um, right, yeah. So, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely great. Well, tell me a little bit more now with, um, you know, are there any procedures that are um, kind of easier for you to, do a consultate a virtual consultation with you know um or does it not make any difference to you i mean as far as what the patients can kind of send in picture wise and yeah. then for you to have this conversation well a, a couple of things first of all a picture never replaces um uh the interpersonal relationship that you have when you see a patient in your office it, pictures are two dimensional and and being able to touch and feel and um, take correct measurements, et cetera, on a patient live is obviously the ultimate way to go. But what this does do is it helps the patient screen, helps the patient screen the physician. It also helps the physician screen the patient and set up a game plan based on what their concerns or issues are. Once you design that game plan, then I ultimately have the patient come in to see me the night before their surgery we we do an official consult with them live so that I can three-dimensionally uh, assess the situation and the areas of concern. And then we either stick to the same game plan or adapt 
uh, a little bit based on what the findings are. Again, though, the patient virtual consult has come a long way uh, in the last six months to a year compared to where it was before. The technology is such that any interaction that I have with that patient is, starts in the chart and stays in the chart. The patient also has the ability to send me a video and I have the ability to send them a video reply uh, in return. So it, it is getting closer. Uh, the only other thing we could add is 3D glasses maybe, huh? To, for that all to help help with the 3D uh, impression of what you're seeing. But over, overall, patients seem to be very happy. Uh, my previous patients uh, find it um, uh, almost invigorating and uh, something cool and neat for them to try We're doing the yeah. virtual consults. Uh, so, it, you know, it's new technology. Everybody likes new technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's great, and I think you're absolutely right. You know, when you say, I mean, even with pictures, I mean, as far as lighting, you know, um, where the patient, I'm sure, is standing in the picture and what pose they're in is all what is important for what you actually see versus what you see, you know, in your own practice. Um, but what a great way, really, for, for increasing communication in, you know, I mean, because, as you know, let's face it, this is a cash industry for the most part, you know, I mean, people... Uh, spending money, um, they're not relying on insurance to cover these procedures, and I think it's really helping kind of improve that whole um, interaction. Just like, I mean, can I, you know, I, I do say with a lot of our clients, like you know, come to TPI is, you know, patients are not just, you know, you're, you're not just competing against other surgeons for your practice here. You know, you're competing against other luxury goods. Um, I really consider aesthetic surgery to be right up there with all those luxury goods that people want to spend their money on. And so if this is a way that they can really build a bond with you ahead of time, um, I would imagine it only increases the you know, rate of consultations um, tremendously. Yeah, that's an excellent point uh, because you are, you are right. This is a luxury item. Uh, it's uh, one of those uh, products that... Um, Patients um, have seek out quickly, and they want instant gratification. Uh, I always compare it to somebody going to the to the mall or to a store. They see something they like, and they want it right there. Um, very hard to do if you have a waiting list uh, three months long for a consult to get in the door with a physician's office, or the physician's office is out to lunch, and you can't call and schedule at that time. This allows them to have that instant gratification to the best of, of our ability and gives them a sense of, um, of attachment to the position and the practice early on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's interesting you say that because I had actually called to schedule an appointment with, with a physician myself. Um, and it's actually somebody that I know, and it wasn't for, you know, for me, it was like he had said, hey, I really want to, you know, get together, call my office and, and book an appointment with me. I want to talk about, you know, practice promotion. So I, I called the staff and she said, well, you know, you can't see him until March 2016. <laughs> He's like, you've got to be kidding me, you know. Uh, and, you know, then I kind of emailed him and said, hey, you know, apparently you're so busy that, you know, you can't even book a consult or anything until March 2016. And he's like, you, I am really busy. I mean, I am that busy which to me is just, I can't imagine why, because every new person calling in obviously can't see him. You know, he's right. definitely a physician who needs aesthetic link, so, you know, at least they can begin some interaction. Yeah, if you can start the process, uh, the interaction on the front end allows 
you to engage that patient and keep them uh, engaged much more readily than not having some form of connectivity to that patient. Yeah. Now, with um, the the aesthetic link, they offer, you know, a variety of different options. And, um, you know, I do think the very cool option is this, you know, the electronic health record keeping because I just see, you know, we're all trying to get away from clutter. We're all trying to comply with everything that we have to comply with. And especially the medical community seems to have new rules and regulations every day. Um, but are there any other aspects of the software, you know, that has really become a total solution to you there in the practice? Well, there's the uh, one is the uh, versatility and the ease of use. Uh, it, it certainly uh, allows us to be able to interact with the patient just about anywhere. You can pull up Aesthetic Link on any um, remote um, device or portable device, such as an iPad or an iPhone. Uh, and in doing that, you can see a patient. I could see a patient in consultation, who knows, uh, at the hospital in the hallway, and they they want to come in and see me. I can start the process, get their information, and take a photo right into their chart right from my phone or my iPad. Uh, that's that's a big uh, a big thing in my industry, being able to have photos to number one document that you've seen the patient and, and document the before and after photos, but more importantly, to put a face with a name so that you can recognize that patient and form a more personal relationship with them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and like you said, I mean, it's just, you know, because we've been talking about, you know, virtual consultations and, you know, so many different things for, for quite some time now, but to actually be able to see this, this application become very, very real and very private and, you know, and very usable, I think it is really fantastic. No question. And, you know, the other thing that's really cool about the program, too, is that you can, you can run inventory, active inventory or dynamic inventory, I like to call it, where if I see a patient and I give them 40 units of Botox, right in my operative report I can go and grab inventory a little drop-down screen comes down, and I can pick 40 units. And once I document that 40 units in the chart and it's saved, that 40, 40 units comes out of my inventory. When I get low on inventory, it alerts my staff that we need to reorder Botox or it's time to you know, um, look at the inventory and see where you want to be with your Botox levels. So it's quite, uh, again, dynamic and interactive for the physician and the patient. Now, let me ask you a question about inventory, and this is a little kind of off off the conversation we've been having, but it's more on inventory control and security of inventory. Um, there was an article in one of the, the trade journals, you know, last week, I think, I'm not sure which one it was, but it was really on theft within the practice. And um, I have had conversations in the past with plastic surgeons who have had missing inventory, and not to say that everybody has a thief in the practice, but some physicians have had that unfortunate, you know, thing happen to them. Is this a way that you can kind of secure and keep control of of inventory such as, you know, Botox, Voluma, you know, these expensive, you know, products that you do need to keep on, on hand for use? Does it, does it help at all alert you if maybe... You know, some some are going missing. <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, I haven't had that experience yet. Knock on wood. I hope I never Knock on do. Wood, yes. uh, but I certainly think that there would be uh, some advantage to having this inventory module that's within this program uh, help regulate products in and out. Um, physicians many times don't get to go to their closet and count the number of boxes of Juvederm or Voluma or the number of cc's of Botox that are there. But once we register it and you know that you have, let's say, 10 vials of Botox and then the vial, as the vials of Botox get used up, each time the, the provider has to put into the uh, chart the use of the number of units, then I would think that it's going to help regulate. And you'll know right away if, hey, we were supposed to have 10 on board and and we used and three we and there's only five yeah. left. Yeah. 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 No, that's fantastic. No, I did, yeah, I did have one and it was kind of a an unfortunate situation and it was the physician's accountant who kind of alerted him to, you know, how come you're placing another order for Botox when, you know, when I compare the books, what you've sold in units of Botox doesn't match what you purchased in units of Botox. And, and and kind of, you know, he came to realize that there was, you know, some things going on in the practice that he was not aware of. Um, so, no, this is great that, you know, the inventory, um, you know, can be regulated. And, and I would imagine that that, you know, then leads into even on a, on a promotion and, and marketing aspect of the practice that when you, you know which patients are are having which procedures or whether it's, you know, Botox, collagen, Voluma, you know, um, you can... Um, Categorize those patients for follow-up. Yes, I, yes, you can. You can not only can you categorize them for any type of follow-up, but you it allows you to customize your reminder list so that a a personal email or text message goes out to them to say, "Hey, it's been three months since your last Botox. We'd love to have you come back in. Don't want to let the Botox wear off or whatever you want to send them." So no question that this is all right within your fingertips and you can program it from, again, your iPad to do these things at any time and at any interval. Uh, it's a great, great adjunct to the practice compared to what we used to have to do where you had to employ someone to make these phone calls on a regular basis and keep track of birth dates and keep track of so many different things. You know, um, it used to be, and and. You know, I don't know if, if this is an area where you can comment, but, you know, I mean, I, again, I've been in the aesthetic industry myself about 27 years now, and um, it's kind of been a, a bit of an uphill um, walk, if you will, with physicians using forms of promotion for their practice. I mean, you know, it was, it, you know, back in the day, a doctor never needed to promote his practice in order to see a patient. And then we've gone through, you know, in the aesthetic industry where more and more physicians are realizing the need to to do things, whether it's advertising, whether it's newsletters, you know, whether it's appearances on television. Um, um, having this now at your fingertips, do you think this is helping physicians understand it's okay for me to actually be you know, using these reminders as kind of a, a means of promotion for to keep the patients coming back. Um, well, do you think there's any change there in, in mindset? I, I think that the mindset has changed over the last 10 years significantly. And it's only because it's a much more competitive market. 
the non-invasive procedures are able to be offered by a multitude of different medical disciplines. It's not just plastic surgeons doing Botox anymore. And I think in general, the community, at least the uh, younger, more contemporary physicians coming out of residency and, and have been in practice for a few years, realize that the only way to engage a patient is to show them what you're worth. And you have to provide value. Uh, and in doing that, you can do that through marketing and advertising. You can do that through excellent patient care. And in that patient care comes the the X factor, and that's being able to communicate with that patient and engage them intimately through birthday reminders and uh, special reminders or promotional reminders or even something like a VIP program where you can set your top 100 patient list, uh, most uh, most users, uh, users in your practice, and then you can send them out specials on a regular basis. This is all a part of marketing and running a practice at, at, at a level today that was not done 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, it, it is interesting. And I, you know, I'm kind of a believer, too, in um, developing relationships, you know, and I and I and I, I do think you know what I am seeing is definitely it's it's you know the, the the mindset was well you know well once this patient's had a facelift then they don't need another facelift from me you know maybe ever maybe for ten years so communications done the patient was a one time visit you know um, whereas I do think like you said with the the injectables and you know the technology for laser peels or, you know, RF technology, you know, all of this new new adjuncts to the practice, it helps you create a relationship and a theme for patients that will continue to come back, you know, more sooner than 10 years. Um, and and, and I, so I would think that this type of, of aspect in the practice really helps you, you know, make that relationship solid. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's it's it, it is a game changer in moving forward. Uh and with patients that are primarily connected to their phones twenty four hours a day, uh it, it really helps them um feel like they're important. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well well Doctor Kluska, tell me a little bit more about you. Um, you know, I know our listeners really, you know, like to know, you know, who the person is in the interview. Um out of the many procedures available to patients, is there a particular procedure that is kind of the most popular or you are most known for? Or, you know, um, is there something, you know, that you would say is unique about your practice beyond the whole center itself? I. Uh, you know, it's a good question, and and there are I I love every aspect of my profession. Uh, I would have to say the thing that makes me most unique and sets me apart is my uh, relationship with each individual patient. Uh, it's not just about the surgery, and and I I don't say that cavalier at any level. Uh, I love surgery. I love doing breast surgeries and um, face surgeries. Uh, I love the non the non invasive stuff, the injectables and fillers, I just think it's great that you can help people with just about every facet of my profession. But really what sets me apart uh, are two things. One is my relationship with the patient and my accessibility to the patient, meaning if they need anything any day or night, any time day or night, I give them my cell phone or they can contact me through Aesthetic Link 
and and they get me. The second thing that sets me apart is I have an art degree uh, from college. I have a BA in art, and I use that every single day in everything that I do, using my degree um, to practice art on the human body, which to me is just, just unique and fun to do, and patients seem to really appreciate that and enjoy it. And it helps. as a It's a great selling point for me because they, they get it. They understand that that art and that ability to um, see three-dimensionally is much different than maybe somebody who doesn't have that art degree. Wow, yeah. And, I you know, I hadn't really considered that, but that absolutely makes sense, you know, because you kind of you, you look at the patient through the eyes of an artist um, rather than an engineer, perhaps, you know, it's... Uh, very true, though, right? You're not just a technician. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but what you're doing obviously is very technical. However, it needs to be the end result, you know, is is an expression of art. Um, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, Dr. Kloski, just signing off here, um, how can our listeners um, find you? Is there a website? Is there a telephone number that um, listeners can call in if they have any questions? Yes, uh, you know, the easiest thing they can do is go to the greenbrierresort.com and they can look, go under health and wellness and they can find me on the website there. I also um, have uh, my direct phone line, which is 304-536-4870, extension 217. Great. Well, Dr. Kluska, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I'm just really, really excited that you are just having such a great experience with the aesthetic link, as I had mentioned. You know, we have been kind of doing a series of interviews, and um, this electronic health record is really, I think, one of the most important aspects of the program. So, again, thanks yeah. so much for being on the show, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, thank you so much, Angela. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye.